Welcome to Feel Good Sports. Hi, hi. 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 How's it going? We haven't seen each other for over a week. I know. I know, because we actually recorded earlier than usual last episode. So I could go and anniversary and you could go and do the Sheffield Shield, Marsh Sheffield Shield. That's it. Yeah. I don't know. Men's cricket. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But yeah, we're here to talk about WPL. We're here to talk about the Indian Women's Premier League because it's getting to the very pointy end of the season. There's only one round of games left. Gujarat Giants have actually finished their games. We know who's going to be in the finals. And we have uh, some pretty good ideas, I, I reckon, about who's going to play who. But I think first let's wrap up the results since last time. So we're going back essentially to last Monday. It's an interesting set of results over the last week. I have to say it's not. There have been some upsets. It's been ups and downs for all sides, I would say. Yeah. So on Monday, Delhi Capitals won over Royal Challengers Bangalore by six wickets. On Tuesday, Mumbai, Mumbai <laughs> Indians uh, won by 55 runs over Gujarat Giants. Uh, then our first upset of the week... On Wednesday, Royal Challengers Bangalore took it out over the UP Warriors. They got up. Winning by five wickets pretty convincingly too. They took that out in 18 overs, which was pretty exciting. Mm. And they bowled out the Warriors. Definitely need to talk about RCB. Yeah. And then in another total shock, Gujarat Giants won over Delhi. I know. By 11 runs, which was quite close. It was not not a bad game to watch, but... Still a surprise. Mm-hmm. It's a very surprising um, result. Then we had another surprising result with UP Warriors, who just got pantsed by Royal Challengers Bangalore, taking it out over Mumbai Indians and <laughs> winning by five wickets. This last week has been a shamozzle test. No one read the script. That's um, not the only result from Saturday because we also had Royal Challengers Bangalore registering their second win over Gujarat Giants, winning by eight wickets really convincingly. Very convincingly. It was everything we hoped that RCB would put up from the beginning. Um, And then yesterday, Gujarat Giants went down to the UP Warriors. That was their last um, game. UP Warriors won by three wickets. And then Delhi Capitals upset the top of the table by taking out Mumbai Indians, winning by nine wickets and taking that top spot. There you go. It has been... It's been a lot. A roller coaster. (laughs) There's been so much great cricket, but we have been hoping for particular players to kind of click into gear and they've done that. Yeah. Over the last week. And it's completely changed the outlook of so many games. Unfortunately, it hasn't changed the outlook of the season overall for RCB or Gujarat Giants. They were just never going to get the points on the board so late in the season. But you you brought this up last week, didn't you? I did. Yeah, I thought that, well, especially with the talent that RCB have, I thought they could be really annoying towards this back end and there was still that glimmer of mathematical chance and I thought if there's any team that can do the old sixes from season one of WBBL and go vertical it was RCB and then they turned around with those two wins and I thought here they come however a couple of other results occurred that then meant that they couldn't bridge that gap anymore but they have finally kicked into 
some serious form. Some of their players are doing their thing. Like you look at Sophie Devine hitting 99 off 36 deliveries, I think it was. And she gets out going to blast it over the top of mid off, just sort of slices underneath it and it carries it head height. And she's caught on the inner circle with like even Which is just kind of a shame because I think most people Okay, so most people who aren't Indian who are hoping it was going to be Smriti Mantana, obviously, I think that everyone else in the world is hoping that Sophie Devine is the first person to make a century in the WPL, right? Yeah, and it looked like it was going to be a record-setting or record-equalling score yeah. or, or pace. And, you know, she pl- she went down the way she'd gone the whole time, which was just go hard for it, try and hit sixes. Some of the sixes she hit in that innings were just – they were vintage Sophie Devine moments. Yeah. She took Ash Gardner for 24 off one over. One of the other spinners went, I think, 22. And oh, the, the noise off her bat. And you know what I liked? She hit. She aimed more straight than usual. And then if it got wide, she, that's when she could go square. But the power, she hit one like up into the top tier sort of thing. They were just huge. And oh, Yes. Like, I know that at some point Sophie Devine won't be playing cricket anymore because, you know, as much as I wish I could give her some sort of youth serum, at some time she's not going to be playing cricket. And when she gives me moments like this, I'm just so happy because I love watching her play cricket. It's so good to watch. Boom. Yeah, I agree. 99 times boom. Well, not 99 times boom because a lot of them were six. 36 balls of boom. (laughs) (laughs) Elise Perry continues. She's had a really good... Um, She's WPL. had a really good WPL. Comes out, hits a four off the first ball again. Like she just keeps like finding a way to, you know, rejuvenate this career that eighteen months ago everyone was like, well, she won't play T twenties anymore. It's it's moved past her. Oh, bullshit! Oh, yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm gonna have to cut that out because we don't swear. I don't know. <laughs> Do we swear now? You can give it a boop. Uh, but yeah, so RCB causing some annoyance to some teams. Um, well done. Yeah. I think this is where we were at. It, it's kind of like when we were looking at the WBBL at the end of last season and the Stars and Renegades had had really nothing seasons and we had that discussion about, you know, at this stage they could just find some form and make it really uncomfortable for other teams. And I think RCB have done that this mm. week. They've made – some of these teams have a really good hard look at themselves. Yeah, absolutely. And they 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 were always going to be a side that you thought would be a challenging side to play against and yeah. they actually disappointed in the first two what was it five of their games and yeah. then they've won game 6 and game 7 of their series. They just needed one earlier than that. However, they miss out, but at least there's this resurgence of form to finish their tournament Gujarat Giants for me have been obviously they were my team to follow because I was keen to follow Rachel Haynes's entry into head coaching yeah and they had Beth Mooney at the start obviously that was a real derailment losing you know someone who is probably considered one of the best T20 cricketers going around huge loss but their form has just fluctuated the whole time there's been things to really like about individuals within their team but they haven't been able to pull together team performances often enough and then again they're just trailed by this controversy of the Deandra Dotton storyline and so something has come out about that over the last yeah, week I'm not at all across this do you she, want to explain she posted it on her Instagrams okay and it's it's a 
good couple of like posts of well written her side of the story she was had some ad- abdominal pain um, through December and into early January sought medical help got cleared to return like got, you know a return to training at something like the 13th of February or something like that she, it's got all dates and everything on it a real timeline and so she follows that advice she advises the Giants when she gets auctioned to them and at, from that point on, it seems like there's been this massive miscommunication of their physio is sort of who she points towards saying, I tell, I tell them that I've had this and that I'm on the way back and it's all good and everything's been cleared by the medical professionals. And then all of a sudden I'm listed on their paperwork as needing a medical clearance again. And so then I get told I've got to go and get a new scan and I've got to get another clearance and I've got to get it done by the next day. And I'm in Canada where I live now and it's a weekend and I've already had two different medical ex- experts clear me, you know, so you know, I yeah. try rushing around trying to get it done. They then give me a few more days. I'm still trying to get additional tests done and additional clearances and stuff. I don't get it. And at some point they have this line where they go, oh, you don't have the clearance that you need. So she's very much putting it on them and saying, I did everything I needed to do for myself. I was back and good. And then I report that my very first training session back, there was some body soreness to be expected anytime. You know what it's like the moment you decide, hey, let's go do some fitness. Your body goes, this hurts a little bit. From there, that soreness turned into, well, you need more clearance sort of thing. So I think she was almost coming from the, I wish I didn't tell him. Yeah. If I read between the lines and very much, and very much, as I say, it seems like she's very much going, this was not me. Just so you all know, all of my followers, I'm professional. Think about her livelihood. She doesn't want to be tainted with someone who's unreliable. So yeah. she's gone out of her way to go, it wasn't me. Yeah. And the thing is, the Giants really needed her. Didn't they? What? That skill far set? Out. I understand their need to be cautious, but also... Well, there's a reason it they sounds, It sounds like her in the she first could place. have been there and she wasn't and they really needed her. Well, she would have been... I mean, so Kim Garth came in and has done a very good job with the ball in hand, but she's not the batter that the world boss is. It's the batting. And she's not the fielder that the world boss is. Yeah. And the batting would have been hugely vital. Yeah. So anyway, they've kind of had a controversial year, their first up attempt. They have. There's been some glimmers of brilliance. Mm-hmm. We've seen Ash Gardner finally have a little bit of her potential show through, which is really important. Um, for her to gain some form towards the back end of the tournament, she was really expensive and she needs to demonstrate that she is worth that yeah. to continue being on that level. But we know regardless of whether or not she's had a massive season, her track record shows us that she's she's always going to be really good value. It's just good to see that she found some form. I personally reckon she probably had the yips to begin with. Yeah, I think she's the nerves actually, that intrinsic pressure on herself of, oh, I've, I'm up there, second most expensive, most expensive foreigner into the league. It's probably actually and maybe tightened the shoulders up a little bit. You know, we I don't think we were anticipating she would she would be the most expensive Aussie. She did a really good job of pulling it together in the back end. Unfortunately for Gujarat Giants, it's not going to happen for them this year. We, so we know that they're finished up their season. We know that RCB and Gujarat aren't going to get it. Some positives for them, though. The keeper that's taken over from Beth Mooney, I think, has done a really good job. I actually think that the keeping depth in India has surprised me. Yeah. Harleen. Harleen Deol. Deol was Absolutely. has been good. Snehrat. I thought Snehrana had did a really great job of captaining, stepping in after Beth 
Mooney left, I felt like she provided a sense of cohesiveness that um, and developed through the series. So I feel like we saw her developing as a captain and I think her leadership skills were visible mm. on the field. I almost need to take my thing of in five years we'll look back. I don't even think it'll take five years now that we'll look back and have India as the powerhouse because we've seen so many players very capable and they just need exposure to this sort of competition regularly. Yeah. And this is what's going to be a game changer for Indian cricket. It's the pressure cooker thing, right? It's great. They need the confidence. And it's been really nice to see also Mandana have some brilliance come out at the end because we know how how good she is. She was under an incredible amount of pressure throughout the whole series. And to see her pull that around in the last week and to, yeah, to make really good choices and to find a little bit of batting form as well, that was really nice. But also to see RCB as a unit kind of finally coalesce into that full cohesive unit was great too because um, we've been waiting for it. We knew it would come and it did. Yep. And we look forward to seeing what that's going to look like in the future. Let's look at the top three. Top three. So you've got – you just were saying at the top. Delhi Capitals are on top now because they obviously beat Mumbai Indians last night. That was the last game. I stayed up to watch it. It's why I'm a bit scratchy. (laughs) And The start is incredible. I I was a bit worried actually because Mumbai Indians, we just haven't seen it. We haven't seen them just tumble. Yeah. Even when they went down to UP Warriors, it it was a solid fight. The Capitals wiped the floor with the Mumbai Indians last night. There was no doubt about it. The Indians got rolled, man. My love affair or love fest for Marazan Cap only went up again. She's outrageous. <laughs> we love Marazan Cap. She plays for the Scorchers in the WBBL at the moment. And so that's my first exposure to Marazan Cap is, is seeing her play for the Scorchers and then, then seeing her being brilliant with at the World Cup and the 100 and that kind of thing. I've, I've like learned to really, really love her. It's the daggers when she gets a wicket, which is like, how dare you even bother coming out here to bat against me? Yeah, and she has this now really- regal bearing but now she goes with the daggers of the how dare you daggers come out and then there's a little pause and then a grin busts out and that's almost more scary really enjoying herself (laughs) because because that's the thing you go wow she's loving this oh india is suiting her oh it's so good so as a team they look like they are really enjoying each other though aren't they yeah which is one of the best things about watching the capitals as well as like the indians have the same thing the mumbai indians and probably the up warriors and it's maybe the thing that has been missing from rcb and the gujarat giants and which is it's hard to it's hard to feel good about it like being around your friends and that when you're losing and you feel like you're being belted. It is much easier to have a happy team environment when you're winning. Yeah. And the, the challenge is how to balance that out. But that's for a whole nother discussion. So Caps ball to get that Siva run. Yeah. NSB out. What a peach. Oh, what it was- a dream delivery. And again, just stares her down and just like, how dare you? Hilarious. It's like to world's best all-rounder and just rocks her first ball she faces. Just statement. I would have loved to have seen her get a hat trick. Anyway, Mumbai Indians, look, they really struggled. Also, it was the first time I felt like Harman Preet just did not settle. Yeah, it's a very difficult position to 
ever come back from three down within the first two but overs or whatever it was. We have seen Harmanpreet do it. Yeah. We've seen But she probably her. just didn't have that person to go with her. So maybe yeah. she then has more – the risk-reward balance changes again in her mind. Yeah. So she was a bit more cagey. The catch that Jimmy took, Jimmy Rodriguez, was – incredibly good diving across at mid on two hands out it lands in her left and then she just holds on to it big slide out i reckon oh, for and me the grin. it's the grins every time for me i like the dance yeah <laughs> and she had jj she, dancing at times i was like is, what is happening here oh she's infectious with her joy right contagious yep i reckon for me she's probably the fielder of the tournament every round there's a, a jammy catch yeah in all the socials She's incredible in the field. Totally agree. She's electric to watch because she's so joyous and she like really holds up her teammates. I watch her play and the infectiousness and that that comment there holds up her teammates and it makes me go, how did India at times not select her? It's wild because she's just so... She's a heartbeat she of that side. She must be incredible for the team environment. Yeah. I agree. I feel like even, even though her batting hasn't been as outstanding as we would normally expect from her she is clearly the glue Mm -hmm. it's so obvious to whatever team she seems to be in oh she's glorious she's worth every penny i've become a even bigger fan of hers across this so i have to say i would say that about pretty much all of the capitals team because they just (laughs) seem so i don't know so they're so great to watch so you stayed up you watched all of it yeah i did stayed up watched um give me your thoughts I loved seeing Capsy go hard. So she said after the game, so Verma bashed a bunch of boundaries, looked great, got out totally fine. And then Capsy came in and just played with such freedom. And I think possibly because they have Lanning there and Lanning's been so consistent, there must be a great deal of security for those young players to come out and go, well, like, I, I'll just go then. Do you know what I mean? So it was wrapped up in nine overs. It's just rapid. It was rapid. There were a lot of big shots. Capsy looked like she gave no shoots <laughs> about anyone who was bowling to her. She was like bolting down the pitch just to launch herself at the ball. How good. Yeah, the intent. Because for me, she's probably, from a Australian perspective, the one person I'm like, is there a time that you squeeze out Capsy to get Laris, Laura Harris, in? To that and lineup, there have but been games probably not. That it would have been good value to put Laris in. Hindsight's for sure. a wonderful thing. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Particularly that game against the Gujarat Giants, where there was just nothing in the back end. Yeah, right? exactly. And having Harris in that the end of that middle order to do her pinch hitting bit would have been perfect. But we we can't go back and change that. That's fine. But I, I love I that you say we. We, because you're so delicate. We can't go back and change that, guys. <laughs> I was very clear from the beginning who I was no, here for. Absolutely. The very normal we coming out. I would have well, been we in this and we that. It's like, yeah, <laughs> I'm into it. I'm not. It's funny as well because I don't grasp so oh, hard at one You have fallen hard. And you would expect that it would just be Meg Lanning, which it usually would be. I'm I'm open about the fact that when it comes down to it, I have a favourite player. That's It is what it is. I've got to say, the Capitals team overall have really snagged me. I've loved Shafali Verma at the top with Lanning. Me that too. Has just, it's been absolute fireworks when they go off. I know I've said it before, but you picked that as the thing you were looking forward to the most and... Ugh. 
I'm not. You nailed I, it. I, I agree with myself <laughs> from a month ago. Um, I, I like seeing Jess Jonathan actually doing stuff with the bat that she used to do a decade ago. Yeah. Um, from a, from a Australian perspective, but again, they're Indian players. Their bowling attack so is great. Valuable. Yeah. I'm sad that we haven't seen Laris do her thing, but they haven't needed it. Other than a couple of games where you go, that would have been handy in the yeah. last five balls or but last ten balls. But it is what it is. Yeah, that's ten balls of the, of the whole game. So Delhi Capitals are on top because they wrapped that up in nine overs. So their net run rate is higher than Mumbai Indians at this stage. So tonight, RCB are playing Mumbai Indians and UP Warriors and Delhi Capitals as well later in the evening. Yeah. So RCB could annoy the Indians here because they can beat them and well, the just Indians their have lost to go back two, to the top. Mumbai Indians have lost two on the trot So now. it could be a streak of three heading RCB into finals. RCB could make it uncomfortable and make... Some doubts creep in. Am I play for their place? Uh, and I would back RCB to take down a, a scalp and go three I in a row to finish their year. I would love it. As I said, they've coalesced into that unit we always knew they could be. I want to see that fire. Tonight. So this is this is again the core you know, Mandana uh, matchup uh, and that we love. Last time it fell really flat, didn't it? Yes. Yeah, so but go this big. time it's the other way around where MI are coming in off losses and RCB are coming in off wins. And you're kind of like, oh, it's time now. Let's yep. see how this goes. And there's and freedom you know for that Mandana. I'm a massive Harman Preet core fan, so I want her to do well. I wouldn't be disappointed if RCB took it out over Mumbai Indians. UP Warriors, we haven't spoken about much. Again, Harris and Eccleston combining towards the end, Eccleston hitting the winning runs to get them home. I would like to see statistics on how often Sophie Eccleston hits the winning runs. That's a good, good question. She she's is often, often out there. She's often out there. She's one of those people who is also in franchise cricket really great to watch because oh. she just brings so much personality. Agree. Um, Healy, I've loved her comments over the last week where she has come out and been asked about, you know, their role or her role in this tournament. And she's just answered them so well under context of, you know, you're the overseas player, you're here to bring entertainment and to bring the game forward in this area because globally this is the right thing to do. Um, So, you know, she's being really generous with her time, with her knowledge and with her relationship with the players in that team. And I'm, I'm, I feel like this is something that I wouldn't have maybe predicted from a 15-year-old Healy, that yeah. she'd be this generous of it's nature. That and that's issue when you know someone when you, they're a rat bat. Yeah, when they grow teams. up. And it's so, like, I love watching her play. I have for a long time. But in, the, in recent years, I actually love what she has to say about the game and the place in the game and leaving it in a better place than you found it. And it's, it's really heartwarming to have someone who is such a big name and well-known have this grounding of her principles of, of what she's trying to achieve in the game outside of as an individual, and I love it. You can definitely see that Healy influence in the Warriors as well. You can see her impact on how they've come together as a team and the way they play with a lot of joy and a lot of freedom. Yeah. Even when they go down, there's still that... There's a levelness they, to both, isn't there? Yeah. yeah there's, there's a real levelness to winning and losing. Even though we haven't seen the best of her batting, even though we did see her almost make a century. Because Healy, if yeah, she, if she doesn't almost make a century, she, is she even playing? It would um, have been surely the top three bets in that sense would have been a Healy, Divine, 
and probably Mandana as the three you would have thought might be. Yeah. And it's still up there for who will get the first hundred in. Absolutely. T20. It could still happen. Yeah. I reckon you can see Healy's character all over the UP Warriors side. Yeah. It's also did been you really see nice. That she cut a little hole in the back of her floppy so her little tiny ponytail comes I out did of her. See that. I was like, did they make it that way or did she cut her a hole in that? I don't think I've seen her in a oh. floppy before. So they've been great. There's one other thing that I don't know whether you've seen this, and this came to my attention because of Emily Smith, who's over there um, spectating and just having a brilliant Instagram of her travels in India. Uh, so she's obviously over there. Heather Graham's playing for the Indians, although hasn't played a game. Hasn't has played. She? And I kind of feel like I did have a moment when they went down to Delhi last night. I was thinking in the back end, I would have been like, I bet they'd really like to have HG out there right now. <laughs> true, I, true. I, no, I, I even I said it to Michael. I'm like, this is why you select Heather Graham, by the way. Yeah, for this moment. Yeah. Again, hindsight's a wonderful thing. And so... I, this came across and it would have, must have been on the Mumbai Indians account, but I saw it because of M Smith and it was... Charlotte- we should point out the fact you've just said she's over there because Heather Graham is playing for the Mumbai Indians, oh, her but partner. you didn't say Did- her partner. Yeah. <laughs> but yes, go on. Yes. But she's been like just doing all this little behind the scenes stuff in you know her travels and going to different places and just it's making great. making everyone else jealous. It's fine. And yeah, well, yeah. No, it's all right. Travelling around with Whatever. like Julia Price and Jones and just getting up to stuff that's living a really good experience of India and actually going and locally doing stuff and I love it. But it was cricket related. So Charlotte Edwards, one of the greats. Yes. And Julan Goswami. Also one one of the greats. greats. Batter bowler. Charlotte Edwards, one of the best batters in the world. Goswami, one of the best bowlers in the world. Yeah, decades of rivalry against them. They're in the same coaching unit. And at some point, they the discussion gets raised. They're going to have a net. They're going to have a a, a competition in the net against each other. Yeah. Must have been an also over. the coaching unit they're in is Mumbai Indians. Yes, oh, sorry, they're yeah. going to have a net session. You say like have a net as if everybody else is like, yeah, that totally makes sense. I guess they're going <laughs> shrimping. Like <laughs> they're going to have a net. net session where one of them bowls to someone who's batting. And yeah, okay, and- we get it. So apparently everyone, Goswami everyone took listening this that is, seriously is like, yeah, okay. that the night before at Team Drinks doesn't have a drink. <laughs> she's, <laughs> what she's does Evans do? She's probably would have had a drink for sure. Okay. And so and she's full of like she's always onto the bants. And that the footage shows, you know, a nice back foot shot from like a real signature back foot cover drive of, of Charlotte Edwards and her cut shot sort of thing. You're like, oh, yeah, nice. But then she goes to, to ramp Julan and gets bold and Gosmami's just giving her the big send off and then Lottie's just lying on the ground like, no, I've lost. It's like here it is, the two, you know, in their 40s just going at it, hammer and tongs and it's just as entertaining as the actual competition. I love the sideline story. Tick, tick, tick. I just think that that behind the scenes moment of two greats of the game who are now coaching together deciding that they're going to have a competition again oh i loved I love it and it. i'm so glad it was filmed i'm so glad it was put out there i, I just have love to it. say it's the social media element of the wpl for me is winning all of the franchises the thing is the hundred do pretty well i don't mind the hundred social stuff but they're gonna have to step up and wbbl really needs oh. to get their act into gear 
if you have a really solid social media platform, if you go really hard at actually looking at the personalities of your players and giving them a space to express themselves, it turns into so much more than the game of cricket. Yeah. And it can be so – it's one of the things I love about women's sport is the social and cultural element of it. These are powerful athletes and they're also people. And it's beautiful to see both of those things married together in a great package that shows us what women can do in the world. The other thing for WBBL is the WPL has shown that you can get stuff done really quickly. Really freaking quickly. Packaged up, get it done. It's one of the The things The tournament can be quick. Yeah, we need to keep it short and snappy and really entertaining. Agreed. And so far, WPBL is entertaining me. Okay, who do you think... So, in the playoffs, who are we seeing in the playoff? Um, as in the final, the top two? No, no, no. As in the eliminator. Oh, sorry. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Um, I think Warriors and Indians. I think Capitals will go through. Agree. Okay. Well, I, I guess we're seeing Capitals and UP Warriors tonight anyway. So, yeah. you don't really want to see the same game played Double twice. No. And in the final? I think I think it'll be Warriors and Capitals. Whoa. You think the Indians are going down? I do. <laughs> I'm going to have to ask you to justify that decision because I disagree, but go on. Um, I don't have a justification other than just a bit of gut instinct and that they're just a team that if Healy, Harris and Eccleston fire, and which they can do, Eccleston and Healy, especially in big games, they're probably my long shot, but I'm going the long shot. I reckon it's going to be the Indians because I think they've had their hiccup. We saw it with the Capitals and they've pulled themselves back together. I think this was Mumbai Indians hiccup and I think they're done. Yeah. I think they're ready to steamroll Either way, Warriors. I'm happy with this top three. Yeah, me too. For this year. Realistically, even after the first week, we were like, those three look a totally different situation. Yeah. So that's really exciting. Cool, we'll cool. be coming back. Uh, notably... For anyone playing at home from Australia, we're in the Women's National Basketball League finals playoffs, so there are two more games to play. It's the Southside Flyers versus the Townsville Flames, and Townsville rolled the Flyers over the weekend, so there are two more games to I play. I want Flyers to win. It's not going to happen. Even though LJ's not there, <laughs> I want Flyers to win. I have just a bit of ick about the, um, the heel flame. situation for Townsville going from Sydney across to Townsville and just the stuff there with Sydney across the season. So for some yeah. reason I've carried ick up to that and I'm going with the Flyers. Yeah, I, I don't see it happening. Flames look <laughs> an incredibly dominant side and have for the last several rounds. So fair. we'll see you after the WPL final. Can't wait. You can find us on Instagram at feelgoodsportspod and you can listen anywhere you get your podcasts. Let's wrap it up. <laughs> You can't do it. <laughs> what the hell? Know your role. Play your role. <laughs> Laters. <Right>. Laters. <laughs>